Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, the Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the word, pray the word, study the word, proclaim the word, and live the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Amen. Our application from last week on the second Sunday of Ordinary Time says, This week, spend time each day alone and listen to what God is saying to you. Ask someone in your family to do the same thing. Meet every day and share what the Lord is saying to you. Remember, you cannot bring anyone to Jesus if you do not know how to listen to his instructions. For me, I tried to get someone in my family this week to do this with me, but it was very difficult as I am a widow and live alone. I thought back to the times my husband and I spent together praying and sharing God's word, and it brings me much comfort. 
I thought of the times I was alone with Jesus and the times I am alone with him now and how comforting. The scripture Isaiah 54, 5 comes to mind. For he who has become your husband is your maker. His name is the Lord of hosts. Your redeemer is the Holy One of Israel called God of all the earth. I hope you who are listening are trying to apply these applications to your life. The Lord of hosts is here for you, listening to your heart. This coming Sunday is the third Sunday of Ordinary Time. The Gospel is Mark 1, 14 to 20. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the Gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, Come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little farther and saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in a boat mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat along with the hired men and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. The questions. I'll be giving my thoughts and answers to the questions. Hopefully you will download the lesson from St. Dismas Guild and do them yourself. Remember to ask the Holy Spirit to teach you. One, after John had been arrested, what did Jesus come to Galilee proclaiming? Mark 1, 14. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. So it was the gospel of God. Two, what time did Jesus say this was? The time of fulfillment. What was at hand? The kingdom of God. And what two things must we do? Repent and believe. Mark 1, 15. Three, what does sorrow for God's sake produce? 2 Corinthians 7, 9 to 11 says, I am happy once again, not because you were saddened, but because your sadness led to repentance. You were filled with a sorrow that came from God. Thus, you did not suffer any loss from us. Indeed, sorrow for God's sake produces a repentance without regrets, leading to salvation, whereas worldly sorrow brings death. Worldly sorrow is self-seeking. Godly sorrow is seeking God. Four, what was Paul sent to do? And what was that gospel? In 1 Corinthians 1, 17 to 18, Paul says, For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with worldly wisdom, however, 
lest the cross of Christ be rendered void of its meaning. Worldly wisdom is preaching it for your own attention. Godly wisdom is about Jesus's life, death, and resurrection. It's about him. Five, what signs will accompany those who believe? In Mark 16, 17 to 18, Jesus says, these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Whenever I have negative thinking or sense Satan attacking my mind, I call on the name of Jesus and I think of him. That takes away the negativity. I speak my heavenly language when Father elevates the host in the precious body and blood of Jesus at Mass, along with saying, my Lord and my God. I bless everything going into my body by calling on the name of the Lord Jesus, and I rebuke in the name of Jesus any sickness that tries to attack my body and recall he that is in me is greater than he that is in the world, 1 John 4, 4. Six, what is possible to those who have faith and what did the boy's father cry out? In Mark 9, 23 to 24, Jesus says, if you can, everything is possible to one who has faith. Then the boy's father cried out, I do believe, help my unbelief. Personal question, what signs are coming from you showing the extent of your faith? Whenever I speak the word of God while praying, people are transformed. When I pray with others, I see them change from distress to joy. Whenever I get down on myself, I go into his word doing this study and my whole attitude changes from me to Jesus and his spirit working in me. Seven, as Jesus passed by the Sea of Galilee, whom did he see? Simon and his brother Andrew. What were they doing? Casting their nets into the sea. And what were they? They were fishermen, Mark 1, 16. Eight, whom did Jesus say to come after him, and what would he make them? Fishes of men, Mark 1, 17. Nine, what did they leave? Their nets, and whom did they follow? Him, Mark 1, 18. Ten, as Jesus walked a little farther, whom did he see? James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. What were they doing? Mending their nets. And what did Jesus do? He called them. Mark 1, 19 and 20. 11. What was their response to him? Mark 1, 20. They left their father Zebedee in the boat along with the hired men and followed him. There is a time in our lives when we have to leave our father and mother 
and follow in Jesus's footsteps. The time I did that was on my wedding day. 12. What must we do to follow Jesus? And what will the Father do? In John 12, 26, Jesus says, Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, there also will my servant be. The Father will honor whoever serves me. The personal. As a believer, how are you like the apostles, a fisher of men bringing others into the kingdom of God? For me, by sharing God's word with them and how he has healed me through it, he has transformed my mind and made me loving. I am much more loving and accepting of the choices others make that are not in conformance to God's word. He just wants me to love them and let them let him change them. That frees me of not having to figure out how to change them. I realize now that is the sin of pride. Through my love and acceptance of others as sinners saved by the grace of God, I am cooperating with the Holy Spirit. And by doing that, they are brought into the kingdom of God. St. Mother Teresa taught me to begin by loving my family begins with the family. The commentary. Jesus proclaimed the good news to those in Galilee, and this good news would change the world forever. His words were good news because they offered freedom, blessings, and promise. At last, the long-awaited Messiah had come to begin God's personal reign on earth. Do we really believe that the reign of God is at hand? Do we believe that God is present now and observes and allows pain, sickness, and death to innocent people all over the world, the earth? We need to take this message really into our heart because the core of this message is that he is with us and he will never leave us no matter how difficult the situation may be. The next part of that message was very uncomfortable for many people then and continues to be uncomfortable for many people today. To reform means to change, and to change means to give up our power. People who want to change are people who are hurting whether physically, emotionally, or even spiritually. Jesus tells us to believe in the gospel, and that means to repent. Most of the people who heard this message were oppressed, poor, and without hope. They were thrilled that their Messiah was at last present in their lives. Today, many people are still oppressed, poor, and without hope. And the reign of God is still at hand. The message to reform and believe in the gospel is a message from a God of love and justice. He will forgive all those who come forth in godly sorrow because that sorrow leads to repentance.
2 Corinthians 7, 9 to 10, period. He hates sin and will not look the other way while one is sinning because he is a just God. Let each one of us look into our heart and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your child. Luke 15, 18 to 19. Remember, God's love is constant and waiting. He will search for us and give us chances to respond, but he will not force us to come into his kingdom. The application, the gospel shows us that to believe is to repent, and to repent is to become free. This week, look around in your family, school, and work, and see where you may need to repent. An oppressed, lonely, and helpless one may be someone who is very close to you. Ask God to reveal to you where you need to repent, and then go to that person in faith and ask his or her forgiveness. In closing prayer, I'm going to say the Our Father together. Let's say that it just sums up everything. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S-G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.